Coming to you from the Loading Ready Run Orbiting Underground Moon Base, it's the Lurcast. That's just Magnum PI you're doing. No, that's more like bound down 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 I have no musical musical hit to go with me. We're gonna. This is the all Magnum PI all Magnum PI theme song episode. Oh, everything I've ever wanted from my life. Yep. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be uh, answering some of your questions as always. But first, we have a t- we have a story to tell uh, about a, uh, a a video that went up recently. The, the I think as of recording the most recent video to go live. The Commodore Hustle? Yeah, fixing the stream. So there was a weekend about like like a month three, ago? Three weeks ago. Like now? three weeks to mm-hmm. a month ago? Yeah. Where James and I were was this when we were at GP Portland? Yes. Okay. And Kathleen was still on the road trip for Tabletop Deathmatch. And so you present le- You left us all alone. We left you all alone. And so President Victoria was Paul and Cam and Alex and Beach, and you guys did the video. Yeah, but so, that that you wrote. Yeah, so I I knew you know, I knew that everybody would be away, um, and so I wrote. Yeah, we didn't just surprise them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Friday like, at four oh, o'clock. By the way, we're going. By the way, we're away all weekend. Yeah. Later. So I wrote this video uh, knowing that you know, so which is why it's a Commodore Hustle that only has myself and Beach and Alex and Cam in it. Um. And, you know, people say, like, it doesn't have, like, a B-plot or anything, which is, like, it's not really a Commodore Hustle. It's more like a, or, it's Commodore Hustle, but it's sort of like Commodore Hustle side story. Commodore Hustle Raiden. Gaiden. Gaiden. Yeah. Not Raiden. Gaiden. Yeah. Thank you. It's sort of in the same realm as the uh, Story of Beige one, which was, again, written for the same reason. Yeah. Commodore and Hustle also ended dark. up being shot differently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Weird. Anyway. Um, so anyway, so, so it was, uh, the four of us, but of course the four of us are actually like in shot for a couple of scenes. Yeah. And so, uh, luckily we also had, um, Serge and, uh, Heather, right. Uh, who were just happened to be available around to sort of hold boom and do some loading time but and that kind of stuff. But with Surge and Heather, that brings the grand total of the number of people who know how to operate the new camera on to, hand that day. To one. To one. Which yeah. is Paul, yeah. who was in the video so, for a large portion of it. Yes. Also, this was uh, while we were, one of the things we sort of figured out after this mm. is that um, our uh, the, the Zoom that we were previously using to record audio. Yep. Um, so... We, when we got our new camera, we were like, this is great because we can just plug mics directly into the camera, record the audio directly on the thing. We don't have to do the resyncing thing that we've been doing with the Zoom. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. And it has been. Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't... I mean, we sort of knew about it, but we didn't quite know what the implications were. Yep. Um, is that the, the Zoom uh, was providing phantom power to the microphones. Um, which, which is makes, a term that I'm trying to... What, what, what phantom power means? It means applying additional yeah, power to it. Yeah, it's like sent, a microphone it's, will either be powered itself, or it'll receive power from the board, or the zoom, or the it's camera. Like or, it's called phantom power because it's sending power through the XLR through an XLR cable that isn't yeah. really designed to have power, but it's just something that's sort of been hacked into the XLR standard. Phantom power is this uh, five volts of XLR Canadians. Uh, of, of Phantom Power. That Canadians will know there's a whole uh, tragically hip album called Phantom Power. Ooh. I think, it, I think it's five volts. Anyway. Five, five volts would be energy. Oh, right. Does it, usually, does it usually say 48? Oh, yeah, it does. It says 48 volts. Anyway. Hmm. I was thinking of a different thing. Anyway. Okay. So um, now the, 
To further complicate the issue, the microphones we use, the Rode microphones, actually can take a battery inside them. Mm -hmm. And if they have the battery in them, they don't need phantom power. The problem is they have no indication on them whether the battery inside them is dead or not. Yep. And so if the, if the, if the microphone uh, does not have phantom power and the battery is dead, the levels that the microphone is uh, outputting will be a lot lower than they should be. Mm. And the problem with that is that if you're listening to it with headphones... It, normally, the things you listen to with headphones are, you know, whether there's like a lot of noise from people moving around or like street noise or whether people sound weird because they're far away from the mic, that kind of stuff. Whereas everybody sounds fine, they're just the levels are lower. But when you're wearing the headphones, it's not immediately like obvious. Noise canceling. Not really noise canceling, but like very noise isolating headphones. Isolating. It's like, yeah. sounds fine. Yeah. So anyway, so we shot this thing um, and for one, so. And we, it sort of ended up with a variety of problems. When we there shot was it. no one. Well, I I did the first like editing cut together of it, and there was no one part that was completely problem free. Like there are some parts <laughs> that uh, were not shot as elegantly as you could have, and that's not really a big deal. Whatever you can fix that, but combined with the fact that there was another part that uh, was not like whoa, but like noticeably out of focus like enough that people would be like it's out of focus like it doesn't quite look right and then combined with the fact that there is like this quiet audio meant that there there like none of these problems were awful except for the out of focus thing which was like it wasn't like super blurry so it wasn't even noticeable right away yeah it was um, it, i mean it basically came down to like the one shot of the of the three of you standing in front of the monitor at the end that was just legitimately out of focus yeah and it was like oh okay well we'll just reshoot that but if we are reshooting that and we're getting them to come in in the, in the same things, I personally would like to reshoot like the pre-title because some, some of the cinematography was a little weird, and so mm-hmm. I'd like to redo that. And then it's like, then if we're doing that, and it only took you guys four hours to shoot it originally, mm-hmm. and we'll have and, and all the audio is weird, and then the because then the audio will sound different in those pieces than in the rest. Then mm-hmm. it was like, well, we might as well just let's redo, just reshoot the whole thing. Reshoot. So, so there's, up, an, oh, there's an alternate version. <laughs> so yeah. we ended up shooting the the video that you know was designed to be shot with uh, a lower amount of crew with just the normal crew that we yeah. have. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you what, because I, I did a rough cut of the video and I went to Graham and I was like, I don't know if this works for various reasons. But when I edited the second time, it came together real fast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and the, and the like, the, uh, you know, Bij and I, uh, when we're in the... When we're in the uh, streaming office after we've cleaned it, there's a couple of fairly long lines that we have mm-hmm. sort of back and forth, which originally took us quite a few tries to do. But this time we were like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it was great, too, because you hadn't you changed some stuff on set, but you hadn't changed the script. Mm. So I was like, OK, so now, Paul, you have to do this. And Beach was like, actually, last time we split it up. So it was me and Paul. I'm like, oh, yeah. that'll make it easier. Let's let's do that. You guys have <laughs> you guys have done this. You've yeah, had all yeah. the difficult shooting decisions mm-hmm. oh, I, I just the, like to point out though that I think the best part of this video is uh, the various sound effects uh, for like things dropping and being is, put in I'm very is, proud of my foley work this is here. Kathleen fishing for compliments hmm. <laughs> um, the uh, you mean those what, weren't on set wait, no. was it fully huh. or was it or was it like you, you found some sound effects it's, or did it, you actually record the sound not, effects it's, no. not, it's not fully oh god damn it you could have you could have like you know got the zoom recorded and recorded some dropping, some dropping yeah. Yeah. um the 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 footage of beach on the monitor mm-hmm. though that is from the first time yes because we didn't need to re-record that yeah we didn't need to re-record that yeah and that was not now uh the way that you guys did that before and then this time was not just having him in the other room doing it live which we could have done no it was actually recording that you were timing your lines to well yeah because the problem with him doing it live is that he has to die at a specific point yeah and if you're just playing a video game for real uh especially a game like dark souls for one thing he has to survive long throughout the long enough to do the thing and then he has to die at the right time which can be difficult for all the flack dark souls gets it's actually difficult to be like okay i need to die in precisely 10 seconds exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so this way, what we did is we had it, um, we had it showing on the monitor there and looping, and so we just sort of ran it a few times 
with it looping, and so we kind of got the uh, the timing of it. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, the funny funny thing is with the you know uh, there's the sort of reversed out of focus overlay yeah. on there. I just As, had fun with that. Yeah, well, well, it was like I, I remember when we were doing it, and we were doing it with the uh, uh, or the original way that like the way we shot it originally um, was sort of with wides and closes of us standing around the monitor. And then Graham had the idea to do the, like the reverse shot of sort of the monitor's view. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of jokingly said, ha ha ha, we should have the like the video, the, the, the gameplay <laughs> overlaid, which entirely defeats the purpose of doing the reverse shot. Cause the reverse shot means that you don't have to synchronize it to the video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, ha 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 ha. And so, Graham ended up kind of splitting the difference by having it. I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. But not showing the actual game. Just Somehow the camera is positioned between the video game <laughs> and the overlay. You see the overlay and you see the scan lines, but you don't see Beach. <laughs> you don't see the actual game. Yeah, yeah sure. But you can't see. The, if you showed the actual game, you wouldn't be able to see the people. Exactly. So, sure. you know, it's a stylistic choice. Anyhow, it was so, interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I liked it. I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, yeah, it turned out real good. The Gonbesian <laughs> sign is still up on our uh, streaming door. Gonbesian. I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll stay there. Uh, Until Desert Bus. Yeah, for the foreseeable future. Uh, actually, if I may, and you know what I think the best cut in that video is? Is the cut where it goes to Cam close. He's like, look, I just had a big lunch. And he turns around and he like, and he then backs away. And as he backs away, it cuts to a wide of him doing the same motion. It's a really good cut. I wonder who did that. <laughs> what? What is with your like, l- not humble at all? <laughs> Uh, you told me to be more confident. Okay. I'm actually really quite proud of the editing I did. It, that it's video, good. Which is it is good. A fairly straightforward video, but there's some nice touches in there. Yeah, see, this is the problem. I'm like, well, you're not very good. Graham's like, oh, I wish you'd have more confidence in your work. And I so confidence. He's like, why are you being so unhumble, you horrible person? Well, it's a difference between having confidence and saying, I thought this was, quote, the best part of the video. <laughs> Uh, it's just not saying you're terrible. That's that's <laughs> that's maybe the first step. Yeah. If you can get past that hurdle, we'll keep working on How it. How come other people can say things that they thought that they were good about and nobody gives them the gears? Uh, because I didn't say it was they literally the don't. best part of the video. Uh, I'll just go back to hating myself and being ashamed in everything I do. Okay, as long as, you do, it, as, long as you do it silently. Okay. Time for Askler. We put up some. Uh, we we put up a call for questions on our Facebook this week because wow. the the you you rapscallions over on Facebook don't get enough mm. love. We're all because we all we kicking, often kicking it old school. Well, we're Facebook. often like, oh, we didn't put up a thing asking for questions. Uh, uh, Twitter. So today, though, James planned it a whole hour in advance, mm. and uh, we have some questions. So uh, Andrew asks, has there ever been a loading time about unskippable? If not, can there be some discussion about that creative process? We've been wanting to do one of those for a while. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the creative process in Unskippable a number of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we have talked about doing a, a loading time. Unfortunately, like we're wearing headphones and stuff during Unskippable. Like it's not super visually interesting. It's basically us watching the video and saying things over and over again. I think it'd be neat to have us, you know, but discussing th- it in between yeah, what I we think actually a, record. Yeah. A loading time making of unskippable is probably worth an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha asks, have you ever pulled an all-nighter for a video? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not in a while, thank mm-hmm. God. Uh, I stayed up really, really, really late on a bunch of videos in the last year or two, mm. but I haven't pulled a literal all-nighter. Probably since Strip Search. Well, that was, I mean, we'll say Loading Ready Run videos. Oh. Um... I mean, there's obviously, there's uh, going way, way, way back to season one, there was the mirror. Mm, right, right. Which, when we updated on Fridays, we had nothing. We had no ideas. I went over to Paul's place and we wrote the video around like eight at mm-hmm. night. Uh, and we shot it starting at like 10-ish, 10 or 11, I think. And then I went home and edited it all night and it went up at like two in the afternoon the next day. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So that was, that was a poor, a poor choice. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, like, it, the, like the video turned out really well, but I just don't, ha- I just don't have all-nighters in me anymore. <laughs> they used to be so easy. Getting old. Yeah. I don't like it. No, as it turns out, I enjoy sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what? 
I would like to go to bed. I mean, I, I tend to just, for my personal thing, is I, I tend to, if there's something that I really need to do, uh, I find it to be more productive to just get up really early as yeah. opposed to try and try and stay up and like power through it because yeah. then my, mm-hmm. my, my un- productivity just completely collapses. I unfortunately can't. I, I like this is this is one thing that uh, I know that Kathleen can do is you know she'll be working on something and then be like oh I'm getting kind of tired. All right, I'm gonna go to bed right now and then get up at six and start again on it. And I'm like I can't. I I cannot do that. I'm so useless in the morning. Mm-hmm. I just I am. But I'll, I'll be better if I stay up later. Yeah. So it's I mean it's not necessarily better or worse. Oh no no it's just different. It's just yeah it's like I'm useless late at night so. Yeah. Well, I mean I had to do a couple of all nighters. I had to do a couple of all nighters uh, last year. When I was working on my honors thesis in no. a row. Oh no! Yeah. No. Like when did you sleep? After. Oh no! After I submitted it, and during my defense of it, one of the presenters was like, "You said this on page like 12. and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's wrong." Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like okay, yeah, it is. Right? It's like page twelve has this big digression about elephants. Yeah, is that something that? Uh, okay, that was a dream I had. Yeah, that I, wasn't part of the discussion. I I must have been hallucinating at that point. <laughs> but yeah, I can't do them anymore. I used to be really good at them. Yeah, I honestly stopped being able to do all nighters in my third year of university. Hmm. I couldn't even do them in my last year. I've never been good at staying up all night. Not even that good as a teenager, honestly. So hmm. I guess the last loading ready run all nighter would be uh, Adam doing his twenty four hour, thirty six hour stream. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Um, Adam's a special boy. Zach asks a question. I'm going to direct to Kathleen because I know the I know the answer. Have any of you played Spry Fox's new game, Road Not Taken? And yeah. if so, what did you think of it? I played it and I liked it. It was good. I suggest everybody try it right, on well, Steam. It's was, like cheap. That was it's easy. Like Fifteen bucks. Uh, Adam asks, any members of the LRR team play Counter Strike Global Offensive? Uh, James does, hmm. and that I think that's it. But James does. Uh, actually, Alex might have. I don't know. I, I don't think he does frequently, but he's into all the Valve shooty games. Um, do any he's of you have shotsman. any plans to travel to Europe in the near future? No plans, but desires, mm-hmm. wishes. Mm-hmm. Always wishes to put our Dreams. bodies inside of Europe. <laughs> uh, Kathleen, inside of my what? Maybe you can. <laughs> oh, stupid Facebook <coughs> navigation. Uh oh. Okay. Wait, where did it uh, Okay, whoever designed this app Can Facebook. Suck a butt. Daniel asks Damn you, So Mark when Zuckerberg. is the vote for Canadian independence from the Crown? Uh probably never. We're not a very Republican country. But uh, we're not I mean we're we're as independent from the Crown as Scotland was voting to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well I mean like so they still would have been part it. of the Commonwealth. Yeah, so I'm saying we did it. And but I mean it like I, th- out fine. I think he might mean like, you know, Australians uh bring it up every once in a while. When I say Republican, I don't mean like American Republicans. I mean people who want to be in a republic and not a uh, a crown colony, which is essentially what we sort of evolved out of. Uh like a, a completely self governing place because Canada still has a governor general who stands in for the Queen, who's technically the highest power in the land. Yeah. So would that just involve um, electing an executive as well, we, like a president in addition to a prime minister? I think we would probably need to tinker with the Constitution a little bit more than making a one-to-one substitution. Right. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, I don't think it would make any... I mean, it wouldn't make any difference, so I don't think anybody would be is like, yay, I, let's I, do that. Yeah, like, I know some people in Australia are kind of anti-monarchists and stuff like that, but uh, the people tend to like the monarchy here in Canada. And more importantly... Like, the queen is completely symbolic. She has mm-hmm. absolutely no input over affairs. And, like, the amount of money and hassle it would be to sort of disentangle ourselves from the system wouldn't bring us any serious benefit. Like, literally mm-hmm. everything in Canada is arranged around that. Like, we call, like, like, pro- like prosecutors working for the state are, like, working for the crown. And, like, mm-hmm. just the signage that would have to be changed. Her Majesty's loyal opposition. Yeah, in government. Yeah, like yeah, right. like stupid. It's, it's I, expensive I, enough when a monarch changes, right? And yeah. it goes from her, her yeah. Majesty to His Majesty's. I like the uh. idea that it's like, yeah, we're gonna keep our our system of government because the signs would be really expensive to change. <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> probably wind up with less direct, like democratic control, right? If you, like, right now it just goes from from the Commons to the Senate, mm-hmm. and then gets 
ratified and the governor general like stamps it. rubber stamps yeah. it literally i mean like and then, and every, probably have the same system. every 20 years or so the, you know the queen comes over and we go yay yeah you know what though we only got <laughs> second rate royals here in victoria yeah, we, we got had, prince andrew we had the i saw the queen here once count yeah. and countess of wessex well, yeah we we had we had the queen here we hosted the commonwealth games Oh. Yeah. Well, I have never, I've never seen A-list royalty. I've seen the Queen. You, well, I you wanna, you've only been here for like five years, right? Yeah, but like I've lived in other parts of Canada. I've lived in another <laughs> well, country well, that well, was. They're in not the going to come to Chetwind, are they? God damn it! I want to see some A-list royalty. I want to be like, hey, Kate's, what's she using your hair? <laughs> and then like, MI five tackles you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want her powers. <laughs> Chris asks, from a perspective podcaster or streamer, do you have any advice for someone without much experience who wants to start um, and or also some necessary equipment? Good microphones. Get a good microphone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your main thing. The rest, of the, the rest of the hurdles, I think, are on you, and the barrier to entry is very low. Yeah. Just do it and try it out and see, yeah. what, see I mean, what you like. And, and I mean, it's, you, <clears throat> you can start with the, uh, you know, with the built-in streaming thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, less is more on your overlay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel asks, "Do you guys have creepy stalker fans yet? If not, can I be your creepy stalker <laughs> fan?" Google Maps says I can be in Victoria in 182 hours if I don't stop biking at any point and keep a pace of 12 miles an hour. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't it's, think we're taking. I'd like to see someone try. Yeah, it's right not a, it's not a position that really needs to be filled. I no. don't think. So yeah, far, I, no. Don't like, call us. My, my, my we'll cousin you. is an actor, and he once had someone send him skin? a braid of hair. Mm. Oh, I was hoping it would be just a hunk of skin. No, no, no it, was, skin. it was it was somebody's long, cut off braid of hair. What do you do with that? I Call think you burn it. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Colin asks, uh, "What should I have for dinner tonight?" Uh, you should have a nice salad. Uh, maybe with some cranberries and some blue cheese and some pecans if you're feeling fancy. Ooh. Some balsamic vinaigrette. And then on the side, why not a simple pork chop? Season it with some salt and some pepper or maybe some seasoning salt if that's what you're into. And like sear it on like a very hot like skillet so it's all crispy and golden. And then turn down the heat and put a lid on it and let it like simmer under heat. And then it'll be juicy and tender because nobody likes a dry pork chop. And like by putting the lid on it, it keeps it moist and keeps all the moisture sort of recirculating in it. Also cooks your pork chop faster. And then when you're done, take the pork chop out. Obviously make sure it's cooked. You don't need to cook a pork chop through to it's like completely like dry either. That's a common misconception. And then what you can do is you can then take all the juices and the fat that's coming of your pork chop. You should also fry it a little bit of olive oil so it doesn't stick to your pan. Uh, and then let your pork chop rest for a couple seconds. Well, you turn up the heat on that a lot dump in some wine and a little bit of butter and uh, something like sugary, like uh, orange juice is really good. And then stir that up until it turns into like a thick goo. It's like a demi-glass and you can put that on top of your pork chop and it's really good. On the other end of the loading ready run mm. pay scale, uh, you can... <laughs> a pork chop is like $2, Cameron. You, you can, can take get, you can a get... handful of pierogies and put them in a bowl with a little bit of water and you microwave that for like two minutes and you throw on some ketchup. And uh, that feeds, like, you and however many worms you have. Yeah. And it's, it's quite filling. Pork, pork chops and, are literally the cheapest meat you can buy in a store, just, Cam. Just go ahead and uh, grab ketchup packets. You yeah, know, yeah you, you can, can find them usually in the garbage <laughs> behind a um, McDonald's, and they're, they're free that way. Uh, Jonathan asks. But that sounds good, too. <laughs> if LRR was a cocktail... What would it be? I think that's been answered by fans already. Has it? We did the Desert Bus as a cocktail. Yeah. That, that's Dry the... and bitter. Mm. No, it would be, well, it would have to be blue. So that's basically just blue curacao. Mm-hmm. So it would be sweet and fruity, right? Like I'm thinking, ooh, you know what it could be? Oh, how about this? Go with me on this journey. No. So it's like, it's uh, a good gin, like a Hendrix or something like that. Like let's say let's say we'll make us a mar- like a martini like cocktail. So we'll take uh, an ounce and a half of that, and a squeeze of lemon juice, and then half an ounce of blue curacao, and some blueberry juice. Hmm. That could be good. I mean, it would pr- still be pretty sweet, but not too sweet. Hmm. Andrew asks, how much coffee is Kathleen on, and does her doctor know? I'm on a lot of coffee. My doctor does know. All right. Boring answer. Chris asks, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Cam, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were a soldier in XCOM, what class would you want to be? Uh, ooh, sniper. Because if you aren't the first sniper, you just get dismissed, and then you get to go home. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Although psychic ones would be cool too. Bruticus. <laughs> I am Bruticus. Username Bruticus Force uh, asks. Uh, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with an accent on this one. What's the furthest you've been from home? Well, I've been to England. That's pretty far from where I live right now. Mr. Frodo. <laughs> I'll take one more step. This will be the furthest, the furthest I've been from the Shire. That was more Scottish than West Country, I'm sorry. I that was a celebration of the recent vote in Scotland. Sure. It's either that or Japan. Like, I don't actually I know which is furthest. Yeah. Probably England, because there's across the country and the ocean, yeah. even yeah. though the Pacific Ocean is bigger. Yeah, I, so um, England, I guess. I guess Mexico hmm. was. I've never been overseas. Now that I think about it, that's really depressing. Yeah, I mean, s- there's still time. I've been to the east coast of the states and Hawaii, but that's about mm. as far. Hawaii. That is as far as I've gone in either direction. All right. Um, I do love England, though. I want to go back. Uh, what is your favorites? Are very difficult questions for everybody to to answer. What is the etymology of Erm? Erm? E-R-M. Like the like erm, like a th- like the thought, like the pause word. I think it's what just are those called? Interjections. Automatopoeia? Like the um uh, I don't even know if that's what he's asking. Yeah. Like like the the mental spooling words. I mean I, I don't think I don't think we came up with that word. I don't so. think so either. Um. Alec, I have no idea. Uh Miguel. I mean, it's probably um, but people on the internet enjoy misspelling things. Yes. It's probably mm. not that complicated. Miguel asks, when you first meet new people, or sorry, when you meet new people, what's the first thing you want to know about them? Have you washed your hands recently? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, their, their name, I guess. Mm-hmm. I try to drill that into Are you mind. a serial killer? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, pretty high on my list. Actually, no. I, are you a killer? I don't really care how many people you kill. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have that capability? Yeah. I mean, I always wind up introducing myself as kind of a cue <laughs> to get someone's name. And they're like, oh, I know. Like, I'm, I say, I'm Cameron. And they're like, oh, we know. Like, Fill your half of the social contract. <laughs> Tell me your name. And you can eat their name and gain yeah, their power. Yeah, gain their powers. Yeah. Gain control over them. I don't think there's anything, like, if I'm, like, meeting somebody new in, like, a social setting, and it's not, like, a, at, like, PAX, so I actually have time to talk to them, I don't necessarily uh, want to know anything specific. I just want to know about you. I want to, like, get into your head, tell figure out what I'm, makes you tick. Tell me about you. Your weaknesses, hey. your hopes, hey. your dreams. Hey. <laughs> I mean, what are you thinking? <laughs> So basically, we're mind flayers, uh, and uh, I mean, I guess in terms of conversation, you know, if you want the conversation to continue, the important questions are like, or the important things to know are what things are you interested that I also care about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what's good for food around here? Mm. <laughs> that comes up a lot. Uh, Peter asks. Uh, the videos I enjoy... Ooh, camel like this. The videos I enjoy tend to be your darkest, most surreal, like Professional ooh. Stabists, Xanathor, the the just chatting with the creepy grinding noise, which was unintentional. I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, a New Maiden, or Feed Dumps with Cam. <laughs> is this a side of LRR you wish you could indulge more often, or do you perhaps feel it is not necessarily appropriate to the tone you want to set for your videos? I mean, I think if it wasn't appropriate, we wouldn't, we wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. We like I, to explore all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it is indulged as much as we want to. I yeah. mean, it's not like there's somebody telling us, like, no, you can't do any more of those. Well, yeah. I think the nice thing about <laughs> We have one of our Run. executive producers here this weekend. Maybe she could weigh in on it. Yeah. The nice thing about Loading Ready Run is there's a lot of us who, like, like uh, primarily the people who write videos are Paul and myself and Graham. Just going in reverse order down the table here. Um, but... You know, all of us have a slightly different sense of humor, uh, which is nice. And then, you know, when you bring in people like Alex and Cam and and James and Matt to kind of be like, oh, what about this? What about this? And when we group write, depending on the makeup of the people in the videos or who are writing the videos, they can be darker or lighter or sillier or more surreal or something like that. Like, you know, I... I mean, it's come up that like, you know, for example, Cam will be like, oh, and then the video will go in this direction. And I or someone, you know... 
usually Paul or myself will be like, no, no, that's that's <laughs> too far. Which now, granted, frequently it's also uh, impractically unfilmable. So that's that 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 that's an easy way to say no. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an engineering problem to me. <laughs> But uh, no, I think that's I think it's fun. I think it's I think it's cool to explore all the different kinds of comedy. I mean, we don't want to be Nickelodeon over here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh yeah. So uh, the just chatting with the creepy grinding noise. Um, if you watch the other just chatting, the one with Kathleen as the the this is a the crap shot. The uh, one with Kathleen is like the Linda like Flip or something. Uh, Brenda, I, think. Brenda oh, I can't remember. Whatever. Flip. Um, <laughs> the Swipper. The flipper. There's no noise in that because they were using the lapel mics, and we were using the lapel mics mics for the one with me and Jason, but it didn't record that one for some reason. So we're using on camera audio, and the noise is actually the 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 slider that the camera is on, but it adds this weird like I, I, to the back of the shot, and you're like, what is that? Why do I feel uncomfortable? Hmm. I figured you guys. I, I figured you guys were using like a. Uh, like a rolly chair or something for doing the sliding. <laughs> no, it was and a real so slider. Was just... It just it just was vibrating the camera weirdly. Uh, what fictional creature from a video game, movie, or television would you keep as a pet? Providing space is no option, <laughs> or like like space is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, a Moogle! Oh, oh man! Fly around. They're intelligent mm-hmm. too. Assist me with tasks. The uh, just the straight up like uh, flying buffalo from uh, Airbender. <laughs> oh yeah, and, what are they uh, called? Uh, what's his I've, name? Um, all their Appa. Yeah, Appa. All, what's the animal though? All their animals are two animals rammed together, right? Yeah, I forget what the what Appa's species name is though. But Appa would be pretty cool. Yeah, because he's like you know he's pretty smart, mm-hmm. and, and he also looks like a giant baby that flies. He's also yeah a giant fluffy. Awesome flying buffalo. Yeah, he's basically like a a giant plush animal that you can ride around. Mm-hmm. Um, flying cat bus. The the thing that occurred to me was that in World of Warcraft, I have as one of my vanity pets, um, like this flying book that just <laughs> follows me around, and I'm like, that's that would be pretty handy because it can also blast oh, people. He's a sky bison. Sky, sky bison. bison. Maybe I'm thinking of the terrible, terrible movie. All right. No, I, no, no. The, the the combining things together is pretty yeah. common in, oh, okay. in Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Cool I'm pretty show, sold actually. on Moogle because Moogles can talk and like do magic and like but it, reference things for you. Well, wouldn't like, that be weird to have it as like your pet though? Because it's, it's actually just like a guy. I think it's more like a familiar, <laughs> right? Mm. All right, that's fair. I guess I could like. Oh, maybe I could have like. I wonder what the chocobo riding laws are around here. Hmm. You, I'm sure you'd find out. Maybe I could actually have like a like a like a Jareg familiar from like uh, the Stephen Bruce books. So like a Jareg is basically a really intelligent psychic iguana that like sits mm. on your shoulder. And uh, if the books are anything to go by, they're very sarcastic and they like to wisecrack. So it seems like that could be talking about see- shoulder animals. What about that little thing from Nauska? The little like fox. It looks like it looks like a tiny fennec fox. It's right? cute yeah. but useless. Oh, yeah. I want a useful animal. Yeah. See, like whenever I hear about like you have to having have it an bite in, your finger too, an intelligent pet, I keep thinking about was it Weird Al, where he's doing that one song and he's like, "All right, son, can you make it talk?" and like does this guitar thing and it's like, "All right, can you make it shut up?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Do I really need something else that talks in my life? <laughs> I've got a lot of those right now." They're called people. Can I interest you in Baxter, who is very talkative? <laughs> Remember when I taught Annika to talk? Yeah, that was irritating. <laughs> but you knew what he wanted. That's true. Baxter came like that. We don't know what he wants. <laughs> he's just like, here, me. Actually, he squeaks. He's like, eh. And you're like, what? What do you want? And he's like, I don't know. No, he wants attention or water or to be played with or to be picked up or to uh, like chase something around or to be walked around the house or just to be pet. He just wants input is what yeah, he wants. Yeah, what he wants Stimulus. is just for you to pay attention to him in some way. Yeah, but, some, but sometimes it's different because you're like, oh, you just want me, you, you want me to pay attention to you and you pick him up. And sometimes he's like, yes. And other times you pick him up and he's like, no, you're doing it wrong. I want you to throw a thing. Gah, idiot. I, he's just really distracting when I work at home. Hmm. You guys talk about playing D&D. States states Elliot, but do you have any other pen and paper games that you like? Share a funny story? Question mark. 
I've been trying to get Eclipse Phase off the ground for a couple of months now. I'm excited about this Eclipse Phase the, game. It, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. What, 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 is, what is Eclipse Phase? Eclipse Phase is a science fiction pen and paper role-playing game set about 25 years after the fall of man. It is hmm. transhumanist. Oh, transhumanist. Yeah. Uh, it deals with ideas of, well, I mean, like, what the definition of humanity when your body and your mind and your memories are all very plastic. I'm really big on that right now because we just Whoa. finished watching uh, Ghost in the Shell second gig and I'm playing Deus Ex Human Revolution on hmm. my stream right now and I'm all up on the, the transhumanism. Yeah. Also punching people. <laughs> the, the basic conceit of the game is that humanity won a war against the machines but now Earth is a burned-out nuclear wasteland. Hooray! And there are less than a billion humans left in, left in the solar system living on various tiny colonies. Less than a billion in the whole solar system? Yeah. Wow. But the quality of life is better than it's ever been, right? Mm, it's that's one of those nice. things where no matter what happens, you know, our kind of lifespan and average level of wealth and satisfaction of life is kind of always going upwards. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. When I was a kid, but we're dying. I can't tell if I, I can't tell if the people in Destiny are meant to be cybernetic or if they just have crazy outfits. I like, don't think so because they're they're humans mm-hmm. or awakened, awoken, mm-hmm. awaken, uh, or like actual robots. Awake. Yeah, I'm a I'm a robot. Hmm. Okay. Do, does anyone in that game are have you, binocular vision, or do they all just see through that one hole in their helmet? <laughs> I don't know. Are you what's a cyborg or are you an android? No, I'm an actual robot. robot. Okay, so you're an android. No one knows why they were built, nor do they. Hmm. Apparently, right. they're just like us. Yeah, it was. It, it's, uh, it's, it's. Who built them? I have. I have. I have some questions. Let's put it that way. Uh, they're leaving. They, they got ten years. They, they want to leave some mysteries open for. Yeah, a while, they're they're planning on Destiny being a. Long-term franchise, so I'm I'm sure that they. I mean, I while I agree with the criticisms of Destiny that there's like barely any story there, I'm sure that that is annoying them because I, I I imagine that they have plans for how that's gonna mm-hmm. happen. Right, right. But I also agree with the Penny Arcade comic where it's like everything in Destiny sounds like it was written on the front of someone's like school binder, <laughs> <laughs> like hobgoblins and dregs and and the darkness is coming and this thing is called the Traveler and it's all like. Is is there, is there anything in Destiny that isn't the, like, proper the pronoun? Some, the something. Uh, just like, uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> the tower, the traveler. The traveler is near the tower. The butt. There's the reef. There is the, the darkness. Bell. The speaker. The moon. The vex. The moon, and the yeah. wizard that came from the moon. The starbuck. Oh my God! Has someone done a good night? A Destiny good night moon. Oh, get on that. Good night to the wizard who came from the moon. Good night. <laughs> New video idea. Yeah. Scrap what we're writing. Good night to the EXO kicking the ball around the tower. Good, Good night to the speaker and his weird face. Good night, Dune. Good night, Dune. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> Mark asks, are Friday Night's Series 2 coming to DVD soon? Yes. Will there be a box set of seasons 1 through 11? Uh, no. Give us some time on that. You, you can you can put them in a box if you want. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that that's what usually happens to our DVDs. From what I'm yeah. If you go to the liquor store, uh, uh, go around like the back of the loading dock. You can be like, "Hey, do you have any boxes?" And they'll usually give you some boxes if you want to <laughs> yeah. put put all our DVDs in a box. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have seasons one to eleven on DVD yet, but I am trying on season six. Yeah. Oh dear. Six. Anyway. Dietrich says, all vehicles and normal transport animals are gone. Well, shit. What creature, extinct or living, will you, will you make your new beast of burden? Personally, I like mastodons, says Dietrich. I agree. Yeah, if we could choose extinct ones. Friggin' woolly obvi- mammoth all up in. It's obviously a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be riding a, Yeah, I'm Ooh. riding a dinosaur. I'm riding a mammoth. I don't care. I like them. Ah. Mammoth. Dinonychus. Maybe I have a friendly mm. saber-toothed tiger. Oh, my God. Who's just like... Rawr, Battle cat. I love you. And then... And eats everybody else. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Seems good. Uh, have you raised what? a saber-toothed tiger from a kitten? I bet it could be snuggly. Ooh, I, want, I want one of those... Uh, uh, one of those sloths that are like 20 feet tall. Ooh. Like you'd not get around in, very fast. No, but you'd be awesome. 
and he you could like sleep on his back because it'd probably be pretty pretty relaxing you should probably get used to sleeping on him because you wouldn't be going very far (laughs) also we would all starve to death on the island slow but inexorable think about all the mammoths we could eat (laughs) (laughs) then we would have to ride stay away from my mammoth i want to eat mammoth noah asks uh three quick questions one any info on a second season of strip search that is up to penny arcade and that I believe will weigh heavily on how the DVD sales are, and I believe that they are coming soon. And uh, we put a lot of work into them, and I hope that you enjoy them. Also available on Blu-ray. So no. <laughs> so I I have no info, we, but we the fact no it, it's it's not our call is what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, number two, are there plans for another Luricon next year or beyond? We don't really know yet. Um, we had a lot of fun with it, mm-hmm. uh, but we need to talk about it. So we don't know yet. I guess I'm not going to say no, but I'm not saying book your flights. So, uh, Number three, if I paid you for the shipping to and from the moon base, would you be willing to sign my Kickstarter poster? Uh, y- I mean, yes. It's just like, don't expect a quick turnaround. <laughs> but I guess you could email us about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't email Graham, email me. Yeah. James asks, any more songs for the year of Lur? Love the 2013 one. I want to. I thought of one the other day that I, I thought of another rap song. It doesn't have to be 64K, but I thought of another rap that I would kind of like to do. So maybe. Right. Um, Sasha asks, what game do you all play when you're not playing Magic? Well, I would watch our streams. That's basically what, the sort of stuff we play. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of uh, Devil Survivor, even when I'm not streaming. I mean, I'm playing Destiny right now, so. I've been playing Pokemon in World of Warcraft. <laughs> Colin asks, will you come to GP Ottawa? What about GP Montreal or Quebec? Uh, me and my friends would love to meet you guys and have you sign a couple of cards or playmats. We would love to come out there, but the problem is going east from here is really expensive. You know how expensive it is for you to fly to the west coast? It's that expensive for us to fly <laughs> to the east coast. Weird how that works out, isn't it? Yeah, symmetry. Um, <laughs> that, 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 that being said, GP Montreal would be totally sweet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, the nearest that we get to that region <clears throat> is when we go to PAX East in Boston. Um, if I know it's uh, quite a drive for you from Montreal, but uh, um, there's a ton. If you're into magic, there's a ton of magic events happening at PAX, and PAX in general is just a great time. And uh, Montreal's super cool, though. <clears throat> I know it is. I know. I want to go there. Yeah, I mean, it would I've be, never been. If uh, yeah, I mean, probably the only or the 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 only likely way it would happen is <clears throat> if we could. If there was some sort of deal with wizards to actually do something there. But mm-hmm. at the moment, that is not on the cards. Our buddy Dix is asking, is there any particular style of beer that you would like me to bring up for Desert Bus? Uh, not IPAs, please. What is it, November? Oh, wait, wait, no. November? If you can get any, bring some Pliny the Elder. Oh, please. that was actually amazing. That was That's a- apparently one of the best beers in the world. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, uh, it's, it's November, so like... Stouts and porters and stuff. Yeah, mm. something something with a bit of meat on its bones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, Bradley, not Bradley Rains. Bradley asks or posits a hypothetical: Which is worse? You're walking along a river and you see a child drowning. You can save the child, but you choose not to. Or, and you can swim, right? I guess it doesn't. It doesn't say. It just it says, says you can save. You so. can save it, but you choose not to. Okay, that's pretty bad. <laughs> or you are drowning a child in the river. <laughs> what is this? Avoid comp test? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> why? Why aren't I helping it? So, <laughs> so if it's it's the the question is is you, you is the lack of action just as bad as the actually actively doing it? Oh, okay, okay, I see. Is this think, testing whether I'm a replicant, Mr. Deckard? Yeah, I, 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 I guess actively, I guess actively doing it is murdering worse. is worse. Yeah, because then presumably you've like legally actually, you've also been like going around like, you know, trying to find a child to do this to. Like it opens up a whole can of issues. I can, mean, can you be charged with not saving someone? Well, aren't there good? There are, there? Yeah, there yeah. are. There are certain circumstances where you can't get. In but trouble. it's not as bad as murder. No. 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 All right. <laughs> well, so legally, so, you're yeah, in a better so, position. So society yeah. has already determined there the answer go. for us. What a weird question. Um, 
Uh, Jeff asks, have you ever been arrested? No. 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 We're boring. Um, And also, if you could take a pill and learn a language, just like, what language would you choose and why? Ooh, neat. Mm. Sumerian. (laughs) I'd want to figure out the whole base 60 thing. Oh, yeah. What the hell? I don't know. I'd probably learn, like, um, you know, like Chinese or Japanese. Or, yeah. You know, like, cause I can muddle my way through the European stuff by, like, my rudimentary knowledge of French and sort of inference of stuff like that. But I have and everybody no in Europe basis. speaks English. Yeah, I think Mandarin. I would learn Mandarin. I mean, yeah. Portuguese would be kind of neat. You could read Borges mm. uh, untranslated. Like, medieval Italian, so you could read Commedia. I mean, there's also be like, you know, if we want to go into the realm of like, you know, some language that like ancient Egyptian or something so that you could basically act as a Rosetta Stone. Stand aside, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. That yeah. could be cool. No, 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 no. Is it, it's nah, like, His name ain't Ramses. It's Dave. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, it's like all these things that we've all thought about about the Egyptians. Or totally wrong. <laughs> being able to read that one, what's the text that just completely befuddles linguists? It's, oh. It came out of, it's like a 19th century text that came somewhere out of Russia and it's written right. in some kind of weird cipher. That there's all yeah, kinds they're, of like weird plants in it that don't actually exist. and Right. And there, there's like debate as to whether it's like, it is actually a cipher, whether it's just total gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to be able to read that. <laughs> That would be it's like neat. you learn the language of this weird thing. Yeah. That's all you can read, but. Yeah. John C. asks, uh, hard shell or soft shell tacos? I prefer soft. Soft. Hard. I, I like eating hard shell tacos, but they are fundamentally flawed as a food in terms of the biting and then they fall apart. So this is why you need the uh, cheesy gordita supreme from Taco oh, Bell. Yeah, Because yeah. then the cheese holds it together. Structural it, support. It, yeah, it's a hard shell taco. With a soft shell taco uh, laminated to the outside with a layer yeah. of cheese. So it's like one of those composite um, bulletproof Yeah, yes. Yeah, so you, you bite it and layer. you get the crunch, but it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. So the answer so it is like both. taco spalling. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the Loading Ready Room podcast now brought to you by Taco Bell. We do not have Taco Bells locally. No. Oh. Um, remember in Calgary when we all went to Taco Bell in the food court and like, I got that one picture of everyone like eating their food and everyone's kind of looks like oh this is hmm. not that good actually Why do and everyone like kind of this? has this quizzical look on their face like Ugh. <laughs> I was I was led to believe this would be better disappointment and confusion mm-hmm. equal measures yeah just like a one out of ten on the dismay scale yeah but it's still like twitching the needle Kevin asks, any exciting material queued up for future Alex streams to, for, oh, sorry, for future Alex to play on Watch and Play? And yes, and you can assist with that be, by sending an email with your suggestion and please like a link to where to find the game or ideally like a video example of the gameplay so I know that it'll be uh, appropriately terrible to uh, Watch and Play. Uh, that's A-N-D. Watch and play one word with actual numerals and not the thing. What's the email? Uh, Paul. I'm not sure. Okay. You set it up. Yeah. Watch and play <laughs> at loadingreadyrun.com. I typed in whatever you told me to. I know. I don't remember it either. <laughs> anyway. Probably watch and play at loadingreadyrun.com. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it, I, it, would be, it would be with A-N-D, not with an ampersand. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, watch and play at loadingreadyrun.com. Uh, and that way you can tell me about your ideas without Alex finding out about them. <laughs> Carter asks, do you guys have any tattoos? I do. There you go. Uh, you can get into it if you want. No. Okay. Um, ha ha! Mystery. It's actually like a uh, Japanese mafia tattoo. Japanese mafia, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Arms, yeah. Yeah. Any anything that you can't see, like if you're watching the video, anything of Kathleen's that you can see right now that is obscured by fabric, it's actually just all tattoos. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, my entire body is actually tattooed. I'm not. I'm actually green. <laughs> no, it's all blacklight tattoos. Ooh, Ooh, that'd be cool. Turn on the blacklight to Paul and just lights up like a CSI crime scene. Yeah. yeah. Grigori asks. Um, 
Hey friends, long-time listener, first-time askler, can you tell us about any funny stories behind the scenes on filming a video that, <laughs> that are not in loading time? So we did that earlier in this very yes. podcast, but I wanted to acknowledge you anyway. <laughs> it's like, can you tell us about any funny things that ever happened? No, <laughs> nothing funny ever happens. Salmir asks, uh, did anyone have a plan or idea for shooting a sketch and or crap shot during any of the crew's weddings? Yes. yes. <laughs> there was a crap shot that I wanted to shoot and nobody would let us do it at my wedding. I would not let us do it at our wedding. Are you kidding me? Well, I thought it would the be rest a good of us justification were fully for the expense. It at your wedding. Uh, it's basically, uh, do, you, do you want to play the man and the woman here, Graham? Sure. All right. Uh, I can't remember how it's supposed to start. It's I. It starts with... It's like... It's like we're in an argument, I yeah. think. And then I'm like, oh, and I give you a piece of paper. And it says, no, the woman gives oh, you Oh, yeah, you give like, me the piece of paper. It's like, you know what, here. And yes. I hand him a card. You are cordially invited to eat my ass. No, to... Chow down to, on my brown. To, to chow, chow down on my brown. Yeah. And, and your then reaction is... It's like, I thought you'd never ask or something. No, it's, or it's like, like, are you coming on to me? Right. Are, are you, you coming on to me? And then hard cut to them getting married. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I now pronounce you man and wife. And then the woman turns around and the guy bends down and lifts up her train. And then it cuts. Yeah. And I was like, why don't we film that at our wedding? And then everybody's like, no. And I was like, my family is there. I I I mean, like, actually add the all, like, I mean, like, do a shot afterwards. Well, I wanted to get plates, but, like, we also... We had that idea before James and Ashley's wedding, and that was we, we not permitted either. We seriously didn't get plates at our wedding. I'm so annoyed. We would have taken a team to lift Ashley's train. Hmm. Um, Jordan asks, when will the EDH live stream occur? I don't believe we ever c- committed to doing a Commander EDH live stream. We just said it's something that we would think about and that we would probably like to do, but we have not committed to it, so I have no date for you. But it's something that we will look at. Julius asks, do you have any statistics on where your fans are from? Uh, please tell us. Um, broadly speaking, the majority of our fans are from the U.S., and then, uh, followed by Canada. And then like the UK, Australia, and like a heavy Northern European contingent. I feel like... Like Norway, The Sweden. UK, like we might have more fans from the UK than Canada, maybe. I feel like they're tied and then a close, like tied for second, and then a close third from Australia. A lot of, a lot of Australian fans. Mm-hmm. But then it's, you know, it's all over. Like when we're doing Desert Bus, we get people being like, I'm watching from Sao Paulo. Or I know that when we were doing our t-shirts here, when we were shipping them up by hand, every t-shirt, there was one guy in Croatia mm. who, who buys every one of them. Yep. Um, we get a lot of traffic on the website from Sweden. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of Swedish fans. Canada's now. Now that I've spent a lot of time traveling in the U.S., I realize that Canada is much more like Sweden light than the U.S. light. <laughs> it's a very different culture. William asks, uh, "Are y'all playing at the pre-release? Uh, we're playing it tomorrow. We're trying mm-hmm. to, yeah. Uh, is Desert Bus? I thought it was Sunday that we were playing it. Uh, we're going to try and do it tomorrow because some of. I mean, oh, you, right. can, yes, you can do yeah. Sunday as well. Right, you right, can, right. You can chain it, but some of us have the the brewery tour thing. Um." The different brewery tour. Apparently, we have multiple brewery tours happening. Mm, beer. Welcome to Victoria. Um, anyway, is Desert Bus accepting volunteers? Desert Bus is not currently accepting volunteers. I am the volunteer coordinator for Desert Bus. Uh, uh, like last year, we said we'd put out an open call, but we had very, very little turnover in our volunteers. Most of them were excited to come back and able to come back even though it's taking a week off work and traveling up here and so we actually only had a few openings and i didn't want to put out a big like open call for volunteers if we only had a few spots for them because that's not fair it gets people's hopes up and we kind of have to balance you know bringing in new people and we do have new people coming in who are volunteering this year but also we don't want to push out some of our existing volunteers who have done fantastic work for us in an opportunity to open up more spaces right so we've got that kind of thing so what we what we have now is if you go to the desert bus website uh there's a blog post up which sort of explains all that in much better wording and uh you can email volunteerdesertbus.org to be put into the volunteer pool for 2015. uh we have a few people in there already Uh, i'm always accepting more uh, unfortunately, just to get to, to sort of dispel everybody's uh, uh, to take everybody's hopes down a little bit, um, we have a very large volunteer team, but um, we're somewhat limited in what we can do uh, for taking on new volunteers um, because we just don't have a lot of turnover in the positions. So it'll probably be a situation again next year where we have maybe four 
or five slots open up and we'll we'll fill them from the pool and uh, I apologize if you don't get selected but I did not even put an advertisement out this year and we still had way more people ask to volunteer than we had positions open for so the new volunteers this year um, to keep things fair uh, you know were selected on you know availability and how quickly they got back to me after last year just the sooner you the you emailed last year the more likely you were to be in all right Felix asks, uh, when will you do a second tap tap concede about Commander? I thought we'd done more than one already, but we'll do another one sometime Maybe soon. Maybe after I guess. the monocolor Commander decks come out. Ooh, snap, yeah. Damnation reprint. Mm, hope so. Um, well, it wasn't in Annihilation, so it's got to be coming in something. Eric asks, what are your opinions on Destiny? So far, of the four of us, I'm the only one who's played it, and I think I want. A, I think I want to get into it more in depth than just here. So maybe I'll talk about it on stream or something or maybe in a follow-up podcast but suffice to say i'm enjoying it i think it's fun after um you finish deus ex are you gonna actually play destiny on the stream at all or i don't know maybe yeah i could do that could could let people from the chat drop into my fire team that'd be fun um yeah i don't really know but uh i know that uh i know cam wants to stream some destiny as well yeah it, the art design looks totally sweet. It's sweet. It, it's it, so it's pretty. gorgeous. The what's, game is beautiful. What's the name of the Destiny Lurk clan? Yeah, I was going to say there's a clan now. There's a there's a bungee clan for Loading Ready Run. I think it's just called Loading Ready Run. Um, we just linked to it from our Twitter account today. Um, and uh, that is so that you can um, join other Loading Ready Run fans or the crew if they're online. Um for like raids and such without having to join all of our friend friend lists because that would be impractical. Um, well, plus the PS4, like the PlayStation, you have a cap to your friends list, don't you? I think you? so. So the clan itself is platform agnostic. It, there's the, there's actually no in-game function to it, um, but it means that you can, you can join the clan um, and uh, PS3 slash 4 players can play together and Xbox 360 slash Xbox One players can play together as I understand it. The clan doesn't actually do anything apart from just discovering other people. And so you can be like, hey, who wants to do the raid later? And then people can be like, I will do the raid with you. And then you can find other people to do that. You get some raidsmans. <laughs> get get the raidmans. So you don't have to have uh, randoms to sort of get assigned to your fire team. So. Uh, Brett asks, do, 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 do you want to dance? No, 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 no. All right. And then Rocky <laughs> asks, is this really... The last season of Loading Ready Run. Uh, so this is something that we've asked, we've been asked a lot, and we've tried our best to get this out. And I know I've said it in previous podcasts, but I will say it again to you because sometimes people listen to one and don't listen to the others, and it's always good to get the information out there. So no, we're not going away. Uh, what this is is the last year of there will always be a sketch every week. Um, all the other stuff that we're doing, unskippable, feed dump, the tap tap the, concede tap tap concede this, this podcast, podcast jinx uh this, friday nights the streaming as well that's <clears throat> all gonna keep happening but not having to do a different sketch every week uh means that we'll be able to um, focus some more time on other stuff and it'll sort of be able, we'll be able to rearrange our production schedule a little bit in a generally beneficial way so mm -hmm. we're not going anywhere we're going to keep making content that we think you'll like and we might even do a sketch every now and again but it just means that the every week assuredly there will be a sketch is not happening. So it's the last season of the sketches, but not all of us. Like, for example, when you have, like, a really killer idea, like, I, like, when I came up with the idea for, uh, like, the underpants video. That was a really funny video. Yeah. Like, if I come up with an idea like that again, I'll be like, hey, let's film a sketch. And we'll still make a sketch and put it out. It just won't be every Monday without fail. Friday, if you're a Kickstarter backer. Aha. So... Uh, and that was, I'm going to double check to see if anything else has come in. Why doesn't this order them? I kind of want to keep doing crap shots though. Me too. Why doesn't this order things in order of when it came in? I don't understand. What order does it? It's random order apparently. I'm just going by the times when it was submitted. Uh, oh, Kathleen, you can answer this. James asks, we've been seeing Graham a lot less in feed dump in recent months. Has this been a conscious decision or is his time being stretched too thin? His time is stretched too thin. Womp womp. I'm the second choice. <laughs> uh, 
You're real good at it, though. Also, uh, more importantly, uh, Kathleen's been editing Feed Dump for the last... Probably uh, the last year now. Yeah, it's definitely like the last year. And um, recently got has been getting very goofy with it, and uh, I love what you've been doing, especially the cut, the random cuts to um, uh, uh, technical difficulties screens from New Zealand television from the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, all right. That looks like that is all of the questions from the face box. So we have answered your things and I apologize if we didn't get to your question um, and I guess that we will stop the talking part now and go, go to the part where what, the what, podcast ends I was just going to say well, what's the other part of the podcast well, I the don't non-talking know. part yeah Where we just all sit here where it goes to the next podcast in your podcasts app so uh, a reminder this is on that you can watch this on a YouTube channel you can listen to it by audio on uh, an RSS feed from our website uh, or on iTunes, hey, and hey. we're looking to we're looking to do a thing uh, where we um, add where we're adding other feeds for our other casts. So um, I I did some asking people for feedback a couple weeks ago, and based on the general feedback that I got, what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, a feed that's just this is for like audio subscriptions for like adding to iTunes or for your podcast app or RSS feed or however you choose to to digest audio stuff there'll be a feed for tap tap concede and a feed for corrector's commentary and a feed for um, for example Temple of the Lava Bears and any other podcast we might add but the main Lurcast feed that already exists will still have all of that so, you so can- if you just want to be like I like all this all your stuff and I want to hear all the things keep that subscription like it is and everything will still go to that feed. But then there's also individual feeds for each individual podcast. Yeah, but if you would rather just be subscribed to TapTap but check in on Lurkast whenever you want, then you can do that too, so... Yay! Cool. Do you guys? Uh, speaking of which, do you guys have plans for your next uh, corrector's commentary? Uh, well, uh, we've been kicking around ideas for what we want to look at. We've got a couple of things in the queue, and uh, we also have an idea for the next conceit for corrector's commentary. But I'm not sure it's going to pan out. I tried to the next I, conceit. I, yeah, we, Alex, or I at least had an idea that we would. I don't know if this is actually going to work or not, but. Um, we each have movies that we want to talk about that the other person hasn't seen. So I was thinking mm. of doing a series where we introduce each other to a movie that we each really like. And you have one person who's very familiar with it and one person who's watching it for the first time. Ooh, interesting. But I don't know if that works. And I wanted to do that with No Country for Old Men. But I have this fear that any commentary I do for No Country for Old Men will just amount to, shh, 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 shh shut up. Yeah. This part is good. We encountered that problem once with, we were watching a riff track. Um, for it was for I Am Legend actually, which is fine, like the Will Smith movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got some you know some pretty suspenseful moments or whatever. And we were watching it with a bunch of people, and I think Tally and someone else hadn't seen it before, mm-hmm. and they were just like, "I really want to watch this movie without the riff track now." Like after, right. like 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 right. it was like it was funny, but then about halfway through, they'd started getting invested in it, mm-hmm. and actually, uh. Um, we encountered that uh, Jeff, who I watch riff tracks with sometimes. Uh, we, were, we were watching the one for Jaws, which is really funny. But Jaws is such a good movie, right? And we were like halfway through, we were like, "Just it's, shut up!" Yeah, you know? didn't you end up just turning off the riff? Track? No, we didn't. Which is thank God because the end credits for Jaws is a musical number with Kevin Murphy, and huh. it's fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, like I think you definitely for any kind of commentary thing, you definitely want to have I've seen the movie fair, and yeah. fairly recently seen the movie. What if you too. do? What if you do it? This is we're just we're just brainstorming live on the air. What if you do it that like you 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 and Alex watch the movie, mm-hmm. and like the next day or maybe later that day, mm-hmm. then record. Okay. And so for Alex, it's like I have just watched this, right? And then right. you can have this sort like of the second pass. Yeah, you can have that yeah. kind of discussion without Alex being like, wait, wait, what did he say? What did he, you know? And yeah, no, I think that would be really good. But I, I just kind of wanted to have that, that, that immediate experience. Yeah, that could also be really cool. God, no, but like I think that works. Like on a second pass, where you can have just 
kind of like a slight information, slight bit of information about it. But I think Alex and I are both very interested in doing commentaries for Blade Runner mm. and John Carpenter's The Thing. Ooh. Oh, The Thing is such a good movie. The Thing, though. Yeah. That Thing. That Thing. <laughs> Have you, have you um, both seen the recent one as well, the remake? Oh, it's so bad. Uh, well, it's, it's not so bad. It's just really boring. It's unnecessary. Yeah, and totally unnecessary. It's like, I was watching it and thinking, man, I wish The Thing was on Netflix. Because I I, I had the, the hankering to watch it one night and I put it in. And I was like, oh, it's got, oh, I guess I'll just watch <laughs> It's got this. the wrong thing. Yeah, it's got the wrong thing. Darn. But, I mean, maybe we should also do like a Halloween edition where we just do horror movies that we both like and thought oh, were effective. Oh, man. Mm. Like The Exorcist. Ooh. I mean, if you want, uh, there are... Could you, there are, are you guys many, open to 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 uh, guest correctors? Uh, we might be. The The thing that we're trying to avoid doing is like doing requests because I think we both work best when we are working with movies that we're both familiar with and invested in mm-hmm. and enjoy a lot. But, I mean, guest correctors could be fun. I know Mia is really interested in mm-hmm. sitting in but would you? I would love to. If yeah, it, okay. like I again, I wouldn't want to request anything. But if there's one where you're like, we're gonna do this movie, I'd be like, ooh, I would love to talk about that because I have opinions. Yeah, that, that could be fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I think another one that we want to do is a first viewing of Tarkovsky's um, uh, Stalker. Oh my god! Or just like, what the hell is? What going is going on? on? That would actually be really because ne- neither of you have seen Stalker, no. right? No, but you have. I've seen I've not all of it, <laughs> but they showed it to us in in film studies class. That could be really interesting. Hmm. So anyway, uh, digressions with Cam and Alex. For right. those of you who haven't seen Director's <laughs> Commentary, they talk about movies and they do it riff track style, where you you get the commentary track from us free and you sync it up with the uh, with the movie, and then they will tell you interesting things about it, mm-hmm. or just or talk incessantly through it. How crap it is! Yeah, yeah, it's it's super interesting. So well, I'm glad I'm glad people like it. Uh, All right. Anything else? I think that's about it. Yeah. All right. So thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us for the Lurkast. You the best. You the be- no, you the best. No, you the best. No, you the best. No, Shut you, up. No, you the thing. I need to go back from. Okay, bye. <laughs> I think we can all agree that nobody's the best. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 bye.